Alright y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Working Man's Take. I'm your host as always, Andrew Vigneault. Because it's my show. Vigneault, show, rhymes, get it. As always, we are brought to you exclusively by the Blue Collar News Network. The news network made by the American working people for the American working people. Okay, I got a few things. I mean, this is just... I guess a list of grievances. First of all, you know what? Uh, let me on a personal note. Let me say something. You know, they did this automatic update, and now there's like about an inch and a half smaller on my damn screen, and I can't figure out how to get it back. And everything looks really weird. That pisses me off. Um, Leave my stuff alone. You know, I'm used to a certain amount of spacing on it. It's just anyway. I got some more grievances other than me crying about a computer update. Um, I don't know where to start. I guess I'll start with B. Tatum. Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum. You know, I put a lot of thought into this. And I know what his problem is. He's a millennial. He's a millennial. And millennials cannot handle adversity. They can't handle rejection. They can't handle confrontation. They can't. They just can't. Maybe not all of them, but most of them cannot handle no. They, they can't deal with that. They can't handle that. Now, if you go back to some of the older episodes of Brandon Tatum's show, there's a whole lot of please in there. Please like, please subscribe, please contribute, please donate, please buy the hat, please buy the shirt. Please visit the store. Please, 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 please buy the book. Well, with this whole Uvalde thing coming out, and if you don't know, Brandon Tatum was a police officer, I believe in Tempe, Arizona. I may be wrong on that. He was a police officer. That's a fact. Well, he's going off the handle. And somebody needs to set his ass straight. Because he's now made the list of people and companies that build their name, build their brand on our back, on our dollar. Thank you very much, scary computerized speaker voice. B Tatum, I know what the B stands for, big money, and I'll get into why it stands for big money now. Um, or maybe a big time. Big time Tatum. Well, anybody with just a little bit of, of sense and that watches that video, that very hard to watch video of the police. Turning 
tail and running and not going back now I've said before I said at the very start of the Uvalde thing it was a general I'm not sure which one and Jesse Kelly hat tip unlike other people that steal my stuff all the time um, I give my hat tips when I can remember Jesse Kelly uses it frequently if you have and this may not be exactly it if you have a hundred soldiers you have one warrior okay well that's a very true statement because running towards not not towards danger not towards a dangerous situation not towards a dangerous person running towards your death that that's that's completely against human nature. It is. It takes a very special person to be able to do that. That's why we have, you know, certain distinctive uh, awards and, and medals and ceremonies for those people that are able to do that. Because it is a rare thing to be able to, you hear soldiers, you know, that one uh congressional medal of honor and and you hear the stories of what they did to to get that that's why it's so special that's why a, a soldier that you know was in a firefight and kills more than everybody else doesn't win that it, it's the guy that jumps on the grenade literally it's the guy that charges up a hill by himself because everybody else is wounded and he knows the only way to get his, his buddies out alive is to go kill the bad guys. That's why that person gets that award. Because they're special. It's a very difficult thing to make yourself run towards run towards damn, what's damn near your certain death. Okay, I will concede that point B, Tatum. But him to come out. And be damn near the only one that says that the police didn't totally screw this up at Uvalde. He's 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 the only one I can find. I've heard tale of uh, of like one or two others saying, "Oh uh, yeah, you know that's you know it was a, a miscommunication here and there and making excuses for it." But he's the only one that makes statements like you can't just back the blue sometimes. Well, no, dude. Um, if we use your standard and say it's back the blue and it's all or nothing, then the, the cops that beat up Rodney King. Now, should he have just stopped immediately? Yeah. Would that have happened? No, probably not. Now... Some are going to say, well, he kept trying to get up because they kept kicking his ass. That was his survival instinct. Right? Watch that video again. He stopped for a minute and they kept going. And then he kept trying to get up because it was his survival instinct. Okay. Those cops were wrong. I'll say it. I will say it. They were wrong. So is it back to blue and we got support cops that do that too? There's there's bad cops out there. They do exist. They're very few and far between, but they are out there. 
I knew a guy. I used to go out drinking with him. Duke could put it away, too, I'm telling you. And uh, part, you know, down here, I don't know if that's how it works everywhere, but once he graduated the academy, he had to be a, a jail guard. He had to be, you know, prison guard detail or what. I'm not sure exactly what they call it, but he kept saying, man, I can't wait to get out on the streets. And, you know, I can't. And I was like, hey, why, you know, I'm just curious why you're so anxious. He goes, man, I want to bust some, you know, I'll, I'll quote him, I want to bust some fucking skulls. Okay, well, he didn't need to be a cop. He, he He's the wrong person to be a cop. You know, the correct answer is, man, I want to get out to the street, I want to stop crime. I want to stop as many bad guys from hurting good people as I can. That's the right answer. See, we don't support... We don't back the blue that's out there to do harm. We back the blue that's out there to follow their oath. And again, it takes a special person to run down a hall towards bullets. It does. Now, three of them ran down. The fourth one went around the corner and backed her back, back up. And he wasn't having none of it. Okay. That's punk ass number one. That's punk ass number one. Now I know I can easily sit here not serving. And for the, the new people, I was all set up. Going to go to the Marine Corps, two years infantry. I had it set up, planned. And yes, I know sometimes recruiters will tell you, hey, yeah, that's possible. That's possible to get that done. And it, it may or may not be an easy task possible but not an easy task didn't say definite but it was going to be two years infantry two years as mp get out be a cop that was my life plan i got run over by a car instead and on that i got run over because i went a different way and stopped to check on the people i was with now that's a whole different situation than running down a hall towards a, a satanic lunatic spraying bullets. That's a whole different situation. It is. But I got that much in me, I can say that. But for Brandon Tatum to, to start shouting, say, if you didn't serve, you don't know what you're talking about, you're stupid, you're ignorant, you're, you're uneducated on the situation, you don't understand tactics, and you can't be back the blue sometimes, it's back the blue all the time, well, no, be Tatum, that's not how it works, dude, but you're a millennial, so you can't handle people disagreeing with you, and he flat out said, if disagree with me, leave leave i don't care unsubscribe i don't care i have a, a worldwide radio show i got two million subscribers see see what i'm saying see what i built up to start out please like please subscribe please donate please contribute please buy my stuff please buy my book screw you i don't need you no more the same thing Dana Lash did, the same thing Graham Allen did, the same thing Black Rifle Coffee keeps doing. 
don't know about y'all. I'm beyond sick and tired of people. Because it's not just people like that. It's all these damn politicians. John Cornyn, Dan Crenshaw, Greg Abbott, which is very starting to look like he's likely to lose because he sucks and nobody wants to go out and vote for him. And I'll get into Michael Berry's behavior here in a minute. Um, but Brandon Tatum's a, a, just another one saying, agree with me or you're wrong. And if, if you're wrong, I don't want you here because I don't need you here anymore. Thanks for getting here. Now hit the bricks. Thanks for helping me succeed. Now screw off because I don't need you anymore. I got 2 million people following me. Well, y'all know what I say. Hit the bricks, Tatum. Hit the bricks, dude. You got to go, man. You got you to gotta be put back in check. You got to be knocked down to a few thousand subscribers. Maybe lose the radio show. Yeah, and we got to start making these people feel it. Because that, that's unacceptable, man. To fly off the handle like that. Because you're wrong and you're not man enough to admit it. And yes, I would definitely say that to his face. I would definitely. I would love the opportunity to say that to Brandon Tatum's face. You're not man enough to admit you're wrong, dude. Because he says... If you disagree with me, you don't understand police tactics. Well, Dan Bongino, NYPD and Secret Service disagrees with you. Sheriff Clark disagrees with you. Bernie Kirk disagrees with you. Damn near every former law enforcement. A guy that trains SWAT officers, I saw him today. He trains SWAT. He says they screw it. Everybody I can find says, says that you're wrong and they screwed up. But you're not man enough, B. Tatum. You're not man enough to admit, hey, I was wrong. He keeps talking about, I got, I got birdies. I got birdies. Shut up about your birdies. Man up, admit you were wrong. Now, I'm still trying, you know, I'm still trying to, to keep the, the language on the show clean. So let me, let me calm myself down real quick. I know you hate the long pauses, but let me, let me <laughs> let it simmer down a little bit. Um, I got beef with Michael Berry. Small beef. Because I feel the same way he does. But when you're Michael Berry and you're a Houston-based show, now he, he's, you know, national, and he very much deserves it. He has busted his ass, and he brings, he brings it. He brings truth. He brings honesty. But here lately, he's he's not supporting Abbott. And here's here's one of the things I'm always talking about about the difference. Of the people that came up from where you and I are at. And they made it. And I don't begrudge them that. Michael Berry busted his ass to get to where he is. 
He busted his ass and he earned every bit of it. But for him to say today, well, you know, we may very well wake up with, with Beto as governor. Well, 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 hang on a minute there, dude. Slow down there, big time. Because that means a whole different thing to you than it does to us. To us, it means the end of our way of life, at least for a period of time. And I don't think if we get Robert Francis O'Rourke as governor, I don't see us getting this state back anytime soon. As a matter of fact, I see a mass exodus out of Texas. That's what I see. I see people saying, screw it, because there's not a lot of fight left in people right now. And a lot of it has to do with the attitudes of those in conservative media. You see, they don't... Michael Berry, I'm not saying Michael Berry needs to, because I can't do it. <laughs> those of you that have been watching for a while, I did as much work as I had time to do for the Alan West campaign. Now, here's the problem, and I and this is where it, Michael Berry and I are on the same damn page. 100% of the Republicans in Texas, voters, Republican voters in Texas, 100%, had nothing good to say about Abbott. Right? Well, for the first time in a long time, not just for Abbott, for the first time in a, it's pretty much been like two or three Democrat choices for governor, and here's your Republican governor for Texas. It's been that way for a long time because it's the good old boy system. You start down here as Solicitor General and you work your way up and then it's your turn to be governor. That's how it's worked for way too, since at least HW. Um, yeah, I think, I think maybe since before him, but anyway, at least since HW Bush, um, which hopefully now that P. Bush lost, they will just fade the hell away was how's that saying go better burn out the fade away well you should have just burned out because uh, you burned out a long time ago and now you're just lingering like a fart in a hot enclosed truck <laughs> with the heat on um just won't it won't leave they just won't go um But for the first time in a long time, there was competition. There was a primary competitor, or there were several. You see, Prather, uh, Huffines, Allen West, um, and like one or two others. I don't remember. At least one more. Well, that 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 was huge. Now, here's where the problem comes in. Because 100% of the Texas Republican voters had nothing good to say about Abbott, but yet only 10 
98% showed up to vote in the damn primaries. That's where it went wrong. And now everybody's bitching about, oh, I, I, I just don't know if I can vote for Abbott again. Well, did you vote in the primary? No. Well, dumbass. It's on you. Now you got to go swallow hard, hold your breath, plug your nose, whatever the hell you got to do. And you got to vote for Abbott because O'Rourke is closing in the damn polls. We could very well lose the state of Texas. But people like Michael Berry because he doesn't like Abbott. I don't like Abbott either. But I'm willing to come out and say, hey, look, y'all, this isn't a, this isn't for Abbott. This is anti-O'Rourke. Now, hopefully, Michael Berry will start coming out and closer to election and start saying, you got to get out and vote. You got to get out and vote. You got to keep O'Rourke out. You got to keep him out. got to keep him out. But his statement today of, well, yeah, we may very well wake up with O'Rourke as governor. Well, that destroys us. That destroys us. And that's what I'm always talking about is the people that came up and busted their ass, earned it every inch of the damn way, fought, fought, bit, scratched, clawed their way up to where they're at now. They're successful. God bless them. I hope it, I, sincerely, I do. The ones that want to stay up there, I don't put B Tatum in that category he needs to kind of, he needs to dwindle down a little bit get get put back in check and then he can come back up that's my opinion on that um i wanted to make that clear but michael berry needs to uh swallow hard and and come out and say hey y'all look you screwed the pooch in the primaries and y'all didn't show up and vote now you got one choice and you got to show up and you got to vote. And you got to vote Abbott. See, when it comes to people like Abbott, you know um, how I'm always talking about the go-alongs? That's, that's Abbott. That's known. Christy known. That's why I always talk about we must become the mob. They vote with the mob to keep the job. Those are the politicians I'm talking about. The Cornins, they're bought, sold, and paid for. I would love to believe Dan Crenshaw, but it is is able to be persuaded to just do the right thing by us being active. But I don't know because he went to, uh, he was in the same classes Tulsi Gabbard and, and Klaus Schwab's School of Global Nazism, better known as the WEF. Um, so I don't know if he's a lost cause or not. I would like to think he isn't. I, I really, I really would. And that's, I mean, Navy SEAL, lost an eye, went back to combat. I would like to think that he could be persuaded to fight for the country at least one more damn time i really would and i he pisses me off an awful lot though i don't know i don't know 
Oh, and something people don't seem to understand is people like Cornyn, they don't care if they lose. It doesn't matter to them. doesn't matter. He's made his money. He'll write a book. Ten people will buy it. Whatever. He'll do some talk shows, give some speeches. I'm sure the Bush Cheney crowd will take him in. <sighs> he doesn't care if he if he loses elections. He's part of the agenda. He's part of the plan. He's got an R behind his name, but he'll vote our way. He'll, he's got an R behind his name, but he'll work for us. Now, Abby wants to be president, but he can't lose an election in Texas as a Republican and then run for president. So I'm hoping to see some bigger damn actions coming out of him real soon. That, that, that would be good. Do something to excite the voters. Let me see. What would the voters of Texas like, oh, I don't know, produce some fucking work. Do the right thing, you know, he's finally busting people back to Mexico. That should excite some voters. It, it should, and that's why he's doing it. He's going to need Trump. I'll tell you that right now. He's going to need Trump. He's gonna, Trump's going to have to come rally people. It should be tough because Trump would have to come and say, I'm going to need this strong governor for the great state of Texas when I'm president again. He, it would have to be that type of statement. I don't know how veiled it will have to be. I don't know all the campaign finance laws that are holding him back from being able to say it right now. I know there's some, and that's why he hasn't announced yet. Um, has to be a certain amount of time or whatever. I don't. I told you I don't. I don't know. Now, I really hope Michael Berry starts coming out and saying, "Hey, uh, it sucks, but." We didn't get somebody else in to run against Beto. So, you got to show up. You got to vote. You got to keep Texas red. Because it's not about Abbott. It's about us. So, I, I really hope Michael Barry starts saying that. And I'm pretty sure he will. I'm pretty certain he will. He doesn't want to see Texas go blue. Um... Now, there's the book right there. Mark Harlevin, American Marxism, his latest book. Every book, I haven't read all of them. I've read, you know, three of them. Men in Black, uh, Redefining Americanism, and American Marxism. Um... He's one of the people that is ate up with the dumbass when it comes to Ukraine. And I've been saying it for a long time that it, it stinks of fish and shit. Well, 
and I've said in the past and I wish I was better organized I could tell you what time stamp of what episode but I can't the Russian government is in Mexico right now working them up towards coming in air quotes reclaiming Texas Arizona New Mexico and California by force by the way not like you know politically no like coming up here with drugged out cartel members and guns Russia also put out a statement not that long ago about well, the United States put sanctions on us that cost us this much money. Instead of them paying us this much money, we'll just take Alaska. Russia's already up above Alaska. They're poised to take it right now. Hold that right here. Now, let's, let's, let's ask some questions here. Can I do this without jacking the whole thing up? Let me see. I'm going to do it like this. Let me see. Give me one second. I know this sucks, but this wasn't planned. Reading, 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 reading. Okay, so <sighs> counting what we've sent to Ukraine is where to go 773 billion dollars okay we have sent 60 billion dollars to Ukraine 
that's not counting the the weapons and weapon systems that's not counting all the stuff that Poland and other countries have said let me ask y'all a question why aren't they whipping the shit out of Russia right now I know I know what you long timers are listening or are screaming at me right now bear with me why aren't they whipping the shit out of Russia right now they should be like going up to Vlad's front door hey man come here come on come on outside we're about to execute your ass why isn't that happening remember what I was talking about with Russia being just above Alaska and Russian being down in Mexico training them and trying to rile them up to come invade the US it isn't happening because this is yet another money laundering scheme that involves Russia Ukraine China and the Biden crime syndicate a wife of a mayor or something of Ukraine and you you know what I mean Ugh, get late quick was caught crossing the border, I believe, into Poland with 17 million U.S. dollars in suitcases. They're selling those weapons and giving the money to Russia, which Russia is going to use to attack the shit out of us. Russia is in the Arctic above or maybe not art whatever the hell's above Alaska it's one giant ass chunk of ice all right they're above Alaska they're in Mexico China is all over Central and South America and Canada not to mention all the stuff that they buy uh. Russia and China and Iran and North Korea benefited greatly from the billions of dollars in weapons and war machines and pallets of cash. Because soldiers carry pallets of cash around. Yeah. Left in Afghanistan. So basically, what I'm wondering at this point is what's the plan Russia to take the top half and China to take the bottom half I'm talking about of us is that the plan is that the plan Anybody that doesn't see what's going on, anybody that doesn't see all the same players that are, were involved, are involved, whatever, with the um, Biden crime syndicate and the Clinton crime cartel, Clinton crime family 
and all the dealings with the Pelosi's and the Romney's and the Grahams and all that. And look, for say Lindsey Graham's over there shaking hands with that slimy bastard in Ukraine. They they don't see it. They don't realize what's happening. They don't see how news reports. Oh, the Russian tanks were all. Russia almost took the capital of Kiev. few days later Zelensky's walking around the streets of Kiev, 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 whatever the hell it's called, I don't really care with Boris Johnson remember that? Happened a while back CNN's been over there CBS, CBS MSNBC they've all been over there, done interviews Zelensky's done Zoom calls on, on Congress and award ceremonies. When Zelensky and Boris Johnson were walking around, what, what a stupid name. Who names their kid Boris? Come on. This is somebody named Boris watching right now. Hey, fuck you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Boris Johnson. Um... Nobody questioned, hey, where are the tank marks? Where, where's all the, the marks from the treads of the tanks that were all in the grass? How come all these little trees are still standing and all those flower beds are still nicely manicured? Hey, when he was doing a Zoom call, when he was, air quotes, in the middle of a war zone, how come nobody heard bombs going off? Gunshots? jets flying overhead helicopters tanks anything no but that doesn't raise an eyebrow of people like mark levin which is incredible he is brilliant he is i mean i'm not just saying that so many of them just don't they they can't see past it they don't understand what's really happening They're buying their seat at the table through Ukraine. The weapons we're sending them aren't getting used because they're getting sold and traded to Russia and China and Iran and whoever the fuck else. And they, they don't see it. For sixty billion dollars, that's just from that's just the money from us. That's not the the worth of the money and the weapons. No, that's just the money that we've sent. So really, stop and think about this. If you're screaming at me, hey, we know, dummy, don't tell. Explain it like this to your friends that don't get it yet. $60 billion is just the money. What are they buying with it? Because they're not buying weapons. We're sending them weapons. Poland, Europe, so many countries are sending them money and weapons. Not to mention, NATO was specifically 
designed, specifically formed for this exact specific occasion. That's why NATO exists, is to keep Russia within its borders. So why in the actual fuck are we sending money and weapons? And nobody wants to ask questions? Nobody has anything to say about that? Like, hey, hold on. Well, I can't say nobody, but so many on our side don't have any questions about that. About Ukrainian forces flying swastika flags? Nobody, nobody, not, not an issue. Huh? Nazi Pelosi, uh, who was it? It was Left Sale, Lindsey Graham, and Blumenthal over there with... Uh, Zelensky nobody has questions we're not allowed to or you're one of the Putinoids with your hemorrhoids <laughs> so many of these people in the big box media y'all they, they get into their their habit they get into their, their box that's why I call it big box media they get into their little box and they don't poke their head out. Because, yeah, that's a damn shame. That really is a damn shame because we could really use the analy analytical mind of Mark Levin and these times, but his head's stuck in the box. It just is. When it comes to Ukraine, everything else, he's nailing it i don't always agree with them but not supposed to it's not the way it works brandon tatum only difference between you and levin is he might call you well I don't know, he might call you a jerk it's mostly only leftists and complete morons but he doesn't tell people hey screw you i don't need you no more brandon tatum I guess I'll keep watching B. Tatum. See if he had a change of heart. Hope he does, because he does a good show. Has a good product out there. Hope he realizes he does need us, but what's the only way he's going to do that if a whole bunch of people quit? got to make these people understand, hey, wait, we ain't taking your shit no more. You don't get to use us to build yourself up and then take a giant crap on us. Brandon Tatum, Dana Lash, Graham Allen, Black Rifle Coffee, damn near every politician out there. Yo, if we don't step the fuck up really fast... We're going to lose this country. It's going to be over if we don't take charge of this situation. I love this place. I'm sure you do too. So how, how about we, we change tactics and, and get get involved, get active. Instead of the, you know, take the silent majority, put it in a damn museum somewhere. And become the roaring majority. majority. Y'all see my eyes crossing and everything. You know I'm tired. 
It's almost it's almost midnight. Son of a Whew. Did not realize that. Um how, how about we do everything we can to stop what's coming? Yeah. Just for old time's sake. I asked this question a little while, a few shows back. I'm going to ask it again. If we reanimated General George Washington, what would he say to us? Seriously. Stop and think about that. What about Benjamin Franklin? What would he say? What about Hancock? What would he say? What about a, a militia member? What would he say? What about a, a 10-year-old boy that was left at home to take care, guard the house and women and small children? Guard the small children, 10-year-old boy. What would that 10-year-old boy say to us right now? And the best question is, what would the slave that fought to save a country that didn't yet exist, that all he ever knew was slavery? But he stood up and fought on the idea of freedom. What, what would they say to us right now? Put on your mask. Okay. I don't want to. I want you to know this is under protest. I'm guilty of it too. You can go back and look at that too. I told y'all don't risk your job over it. It sucks. You know, fight. Gather up. I gave you strategies to go up against it. I, okay. Yeah, but. We're worried about losing jobs. They lost lives, generations, gone. You know, plantations, giant ass farms, giant ass houses, everything they had. And we won't become the roaring Roaring majority. How's that sit with you? And on that note, thank you for watching another episode of a Working Man's Take. I've been your host, Andrew Vignell, because it's my damn show. I'm the only one that hosts it. It's mine. I do it for you. And of course, we are brought to you by the Blue Collar News Network. Uh, let me see. Parlor, Clout Hub, and Getter is capital A, capital R, capital V, lowercase I, G, N, E, A, U, X, no spaces or anything in between. Usually I have this written down because I can't ever remember it, but I'm not written down. I'm on the screen, but I don't tonight. Wasn't going to do a show tonight. Um, me, we, and Truth, and something happened. I can't seem to log back into my Truth account. That's weird. So, me, we, and maybe truth is my name, Andrew Vigneault. Uh, Locals is where you find the Blue Collar News Network. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I will catch y'all next time.